0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bat Banter. It is season two, episode thirty-six. It's a WA domestic sports weekly wrap. If you haven't already, please do not forget to like, subscribe, or leave a rating and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram. And please don't forget to tell as many people as you possibly can. Uh, We are growing nicely, we're building slowly. And uh, it's a WA homegrown podcast focusing on all things WA and, of course, on Thursdays and probably dropping on a Friday. all things AFL but uh, without further ado we're going to get straight into some big news some fixture news and it's regarding the upcoming BBL fixtures and of course that means we're talking all things reigning champions the Perth Scorchers. All delivery from Benny Lockmarsh. Does he attack him? Does he? Mitch Marsh has. Oh. Try and get Mitch Marsh to hit to the bigger boundaries out square, but wow, that is massive. What a shot from Mitch Marsh, and what a message that sends to James Pattinson. All right, big news from a BBL perspective. Uh, The First Scorchers are the current reigning and defending champion, should we say. They will open their BBL 12 campaign against the Sydney Sixers in a rematch from the final. Now, it will be on Friday, December 17 at 4.05 p.m. Western Standard Time. It will be the first time they host a game at Optus Stadium in, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, 374 days. And this is likely to coincide with the regular 7 home and 7 away game schedule across the competition. They will play 14 games in 37 days in the most jam-packed schedule in their history. But uh, they have been obviously boosted by an appealing fixture that featured blockbuster home dates while also limiting their distance in the air. They will make only 4 road trips during the regular season. That includes quite an intense 3 games in five days in brisbane and sydney um, so a pretty difficult swing there but boxing day and a nice positive boxing day cricket will return to perth for the first time in three years uh, the full set of fixtures will be put up on our socials uh, where you'll also be able to access the podcast too uh, and just on us on an australian kind of uh, look at things but also which directly reflects on uh, Optus Stadium availability. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, so with the scrapping and the withdrawal of the South Australian ODI Tour, uh, because and they actually pulled out because they wanted to prioritise and focus on their, their newly introduced domestic T20 league, it actually paves the way for the likes of Mitch Marsh, Ashton Agar and Jai Richardson to be available for a larger portion of the competition than first thought. And they actually now need to turn their attention to signing big all-rounder Cam Green. And some good news, as we have just heard, there will be seven home games for the Perth Scorchers uh, and it is the first time that the Perth Scorchers are gonna be hosting a game at, at Optus in 374 days. But not only will they get to see all of the Perth Scorcher games, but there will finally be some more cricket in Perth to watch. And in the West this summer, there will also be a T20 International versus England on October 9. There will be five T20 World Cup fixtures uh, between October 22 and October 30. And, of course, uh, the first test of the West Indies Tour um, when they come down this summer. And that will be from November 30. To December 4 so big news in the forms of getting their fixtures and knowing when they'll be playing who they'll be playing and uh, the BBL will be here in no time even though we're only talking about July Uh, so of course it was still about five months away but uh, you know time always gets away from us and uh, their preseason will be starting in due course if it hasn't already but uh, from a Perth Scorchers perspective, and I guess the Western Australia, you know, WA team, and the reigning, defending, the super champions of Australian domestic T20 cricket, we are out for now. <laughs> Okay, on to some Perth glory news and of course most of this, well pretty much all of it, it's all about signings, re-signings or players departing the club. And we're going to cover a little bit of glory men but also a bit of glory women news too. Um, A Japanese international Kosuke Ota unfortunately is parting ways with the club uh, as the final year of his deal was terminated under mutual consent. Uh, He did miss half of last season's wooden spoon uh, campaign unfortunately with injury. Uh, The positive is that it does open up an international spot for coach Ruben Zagovic to fill, who is looking to put his own mark on a new squad. Uh, They have re-signed defender Jacob Muir and forward Adam Zemarino. And in addition to this, also midfielder Mitch Oxborough. They've all signed one-year scholarship contracts, while also Trent Osler, he's been penciled in for two years. Um, And they're actually on the verge of signing international midfielder Aaron McAnath from Scottish club hearts and he has also been in the Republic of Ireland senior squad for World Cup practice matches only recently so not yet to be confirmed but uh, very very close to signing in the car the cards are looking good and uh, all the all the talks that are coming out of both camps are really positive on the women's side of things they've added uh, in regards to the glory women they've added experience in midfielder Ella Mastrantonio on a two-year deal. Uh, so she's returned to Perth after a two-year sojourn to Europe where she spent the past two seasons in the Women's Super League playing for Bristol, which you all know is one of the best leagues in the world. And uh, she was also uh, has been recently in the Serie A women with Italian giants Lazio. Uh, Ella debuted and she actually made 56 appearances for the glory prior to her move to Europe in a handful of varied years and she's also played for Melbourne Melbourne Victory and Western Sydney in the A-League women in between that. So unfortunately they uh, had to part ways in regards to the Glory Men to Kusuke Ota uh, but they had a stack of young signings that are part of their scholarship contract which I guess are sort of like similar to development players uh, from a Perth Wildcats perspective and uh, they're getting close to signing, uh, you know, Scottish, from the Scottish Club Hearts, Aaron Mekaneff. And from a women's side of things, a uh, two-year deal for experienced midfielder Ala Mastrantonio, uh, who, of course, played in the Women's Super League, but also Syria. So well done, Glory. Making small little steps, both on the women's and men's side of things. And when we get more confirmation, uh, especially on that, uh, that move for Aaron Mekaneff, we will keep you posted and keep you in the loop. But from the Glory side of things, we're out. Uh, stowers ah! giving it the roll <laughs> Tra- Runs it to the line, almost intercepted. And it is play on, and Bryke gets it down to McGregor! Jack okay, McGregor! yes, and once again, uh, some signing news. We're Force. catching up and touching time. base with the Western Force. Um, they have signed experience in utility back Bryce Hegarty on a one-year deal. Uh, he normally plays full back or fly half, and is currently with the English champions Leicester Tigers. And there's also plenty more in the works with strong talks happening uh, with Wallaby's prop, Scott Seahoe and homegrown overseas centre Curtis Rona. That's just happening and just moving away in the background. Uh, To recap, however, they have signed former Brumbies and Wallabies hooker Falau Fainga, Chiefs flyer Chase Tiatiya, Rebels back rower and captain uh, Michael Wells, and second rower Jeremy Williams from the Waratahs. So they have certainly been busy. But in addition to this, they've also re-signed and boosted their second row stocks with Ryan McCauley, and Will Sankey. Um, McCauley joined the club in 2021, and he's made 24 appearances whilst over the off-season, he actually played with English Premiership Club, Exeter Chiefs. And Sankey, he actually made his debut last year. So yeah, they've been very, very busy, the Western Force. Uh, So big pickup in utility back Bryce Hegarty. And uh, just to recap all those other ones, uh, they got got Hooker, Falao Fainga, Chiefs Flyer, Chase Teatia, Rebels back rower and captain, Michael Wells, and second rower, Jeremy Williams from the Waratahs. So doing a really good job, getting some nice signings, and they are, you know, looking looking in a good spot uh, as they, you know, sort of build up to, you know, obviously towards the back end of the year when preseason will begin and all those kinds of things. But for now, from a Western Force signings perspective, we are out. Is Ariang with the interception. That's a massive play from the Diamonds goal defense. And if they can drain this, well that's gonna be oh. the exclamation point, isn't it? Well, that's why she's in the side. Firstly Ariang with the interception. And then it was all finished off by Sasha Glasgow. Alright, real complaint on ice. the West Coast of Fever. And again, it's all about Don't the signings, great, the, uh, the off season action where it all happens. Uh, Emma Kosh has re signed with a club, the former teacher. Uh, she has signed. Uh, And they've also signed a replacement player for the retiring Stacey Francis Bayman in 185cm GD and GK, Kim Jenner from the Queensland Firebirds. Uh, Kim Jenner has played 66 games for the Firebirds across six seasons. She made the Australian Diamonds squad back in 2020, and she was also part of the side to tour New Zealand in 2021. Uh, really a massive improvement and it's all been a bit of a whirlwind, no doubt, for Emma Kosh, uh, who, as I said, um, is a high school physical education teacher from my understanding. And she, of course, was a train-on player for quite a while. Uh, she went on their COVID uh, trip as a contingency player a couple of seasons ago, end up getting a full contract only recently. And, of course, has re-signed since then. So, as I said, a bit of a whirlwind for Emma Kosh. But great news to have a homegrown talent um, make up. And with Kosh's re-signing, it actually meant that 9 of the 10 contracted Premiership players will be returning to wear green next year for a Premiership defence. So, great news for the West Coast Fever. As I said, 9 of their 10 um, that were part of that uh, 2022 Premiership team, they'll be coming back. And uh, they add Kim Jenner, a strong GD and GK from the Queensland Firebirds. So Western Force, uh, they are very much in the off-season now. We won't be hearing or touching base too much with them, given the fact they've got their 10 players all done, all contracted, all signed up. Uh, We wish you a great time off, and uh, we'll touch base with you when you get closer to your season much later on probably next year all right from a fever perspective we're out for now all right that is the end of the wa domestic sports weekly wrap we're done and we're dusted so if you haven't already please do not forget to like subscribe leave a rating and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform be it apple Podcasts or spotify you can like us on facebook also and follow us on instagram it's been an absolute pleasure you listening to us, whether it's been in the morning, the afternoon, or evening. Thank you so much for liking and subscribing and leaving a rating and a review. And uh, we look forward to touching base face, face with you next week, should I say, uh, with all of our teams on the WA domestic scene. But from myself here, Adam Bat at Bat banter, I'm out for now.